0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bit Effect. And today is part two of Control, as I'm sure you're aware because you clicked on the file. Uh, I ran out of pithy things to say, so we're just gonna continue on. Craig, play the music. All right, so uh, as per usual, my good friend's Craig.
1: Oh, hello. Sorry. I didn't. <laughs> for some strange reason, I heard you say Craig. it's like, my brain actually did a thing where it reacted like you were speaking to someone else called Craig.
0: <laughs> You're like, oh, there's another Craig. And fancy lad himself,
2: Mike. Skip forward five seconds.
0: Okay.
1: Thank you for the note, Mike.
0: Skip forward five seconds.
2: Oh, you've got to use your controller to do that. Apologies.
0: Oh, oh, sorry. Okay, so, uh, as I'm sure you heard on the first part, and if you didn't, you probably should, uh, this is where we're going to be discussing mechanics and story, uh, just because, again, very spoilery, even the mechanics in this. So, as you can tell, we're all very excited to be here. Let's crack right into control. Mechanics. The mechanics are... Well, how do you guys feel?
1: I feel overall. I started off. I think I sent you a message and said I'm not sure if I'm digging the general play mechanics. I'm, I wasn't quite digging the shooting. I only had my one service weapon. The the in the one mode, you know, um, and I hadn't really picked up any or many of the powers. So I was a wee bit. I was a wee bit flat. But by the end, I think it's a really, really, really smooth controlling that um, game, I think the shooting feels great, I think the weapons feel great, movement feels good there's a wee bit of jankiness in the crouch yeah. I'll say that, there's a wee bit of jankiness in the crouch, because sometimes when you crouch behind a wall, you pop up to shoot and then crouch again automatically but sometimes, you don't, you just stand there like a lemon and get shot Lemons of course being known for uh, standing
0: there and being shot
1: ex- Exactly that's that's what they do Uh yeah, so I think overall, so, like, or, yeah, that's it, that's it. My overview is I I thought it played really okay. well in general. I think, like, things that you referred to as puzzle, I didn't take to be puzzles. There were puzzles, but when you'd mentioned in the chat some of the things that you said were puzzles and how do you feel about them, I didn't really see them as puzzles, more just different
0: Okay. All right. All right. I, I to, understand you know the I mean? undercurrent of this. In case you're not aware, listener, what Craig meant was what stupid people like you refer to as puzzles <laughs> are actually not puzzles. I I see where we're going with this. That, um, look, that, in no way, shape, or form is made of his coat. All right. So the punch card puzzle can die in seven different fires.
1: Mm, yeah. It's, I mean, it's not. It's not the best, but it's not a puzzle. It's, oh, it's okay. Just okay. Um. Buttons.
0: I guess I should clarify. It's not a puzzle in a Professor Layton puzzle kind of way. It's it's not a Highlights for Children puzzle. It's a gameplay stops, do this chore. Yes. And I did not like the punch card chore. I thought it just put the brakes on everything until you did. It it really did. No, 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 it's fine. It, It was just kind of a. Well, you seem to be yeah. having a lot of fun shooting people. Let's put that on hold. Here, fiddle with some yellow mm-hmm. punch cards. Um, yeah. Now, getting back to the controls there. Yes. I've a little bell that goes off every time we say control on this podcast. Um, I thought they were kind of terrible. What? <laughs> yeah, like um the animations were good. Like, I like the animations of it, like, especially when Jesse moves. Like, Jesse interacts with the environments very well. But they were really boring. Um, like, like Craig, I started playing this as a Gears of War third person shooter of, oh, let me get behind this wall, or this pillar, or this column, or whatever, and pop out and shoot. And I got really bored very fast. And so I started doing the whole, well, I'm just going to run and gun and dash everywhere. And, oh, okay, that that's a lot of fun. I think it kind of has, uh, in, in a lot of places, that Doom problem. Whereas it wasn't a problem for Doom. You know, like the you walk into a room, poof, 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 bunch of enemies. Yeah. I got tired of the core mechanic of this really quickly. Uh, it, it very quickly came down to... Do you have bullets? Yes, no. If no, use chunk of wall. Wait till bullets reload. That's all everything pretty much boiled down to. And yeah, sure, that's... that's, I mean, you can say that about Far Cry or Crisis or any other shooter. But here, it it didn't seem like um, a lot of the guns had... Well, a lot of the guns weren't fun to use. There were two that I I clicked with. Uh, What did you guys rock with, anyway?
1: Um, I pretty much played the entire game with Pierce only using spin at the very end because I found it easier for some of the bosses but Pierce is your kind of like sniper hold charged shot and it just annihilated shields and a headshot I had like two damage mods on it that were plus 70% damage and plus 68% damage and then another one that was plus 90% damage on headshots so, like, I shooting was just one shot in the foot. most things. Yeah, that, well, obviously, I think, on on your point, I'm quite terrible at shooting in these kind of games, so I relied more on your powers. And you mentioned, you know, you, th- you can throw up a shield or you pull up a brick and you throw at people, but the other powers that you, you might not have picked up, something like um, you can, once an enemy's low health, you can take over their mind and they start fighting for you and that kind of thing. I had to use that for quite a good chunk of fights and like the boss fights and things because I didn't have the ability to just man mode my way through. Oh,
0: oh I, I mean, I mean, I wasn't, you know, uh, turret playing it either. I was, I was like a little kid on Too Much Mountain Dew. I was just zipping all over the place. Uh, I, I went with uh, shotgun and pierce. And if you're playing with pierce, you know, you get okay. two shots and then it's got to reload. So it would be like, you know, turret, get two shots, move somewhere so you're not getting shot, wait till it reloads, and then do that. Um, okay. While, uh, before we get the mic, I just want to state, uh, so in the beginning of the game, your gun talks.
2: <laughs> I forgot this.
0: Why didn't it keep talking? That was something that when I saw it, I was like, whoa, oh, that's kind of uh-huh. cool. And... I mean, I wonder if it was like if they did that, would it be too close to like Shadows of the Damned, with the talking? But I would, I would like to hear what my gun had to say about some things because it had that weird mouth thing right at the end. Uh, I think it would have worked pretty cool.
2: So, what was the name of these again? I can't remember. Was it were they called like I, totems of power or items of control? Or uh, uh, I can't oh, OPs, it, but...
0: objects of power.
2: Objects of power. Mm-hmm. That's it.
0: Yeah, and I, I was a little disappointed. It's like oh. In the beginning, he's, it's it's a cool talking gun, and then it's just a gun that morphs into yeah. other stuff.
1: Uh, I like it's, that idea. Yeah, it's not just a gun. It's I like the idea, but the actual style of it. See the animation of the thing changing modes, and the way you don't you don't have to worry about ammo; it just reloads, it just recharges. I think it's a pretty cool weapon. Like it's a really really cool way to do it. It's got a really simple upgrade mechanic. You got a really easy way to buy new weapon forms and to attach mods to it. I thought it was pretty nifty. And you've only got one gun. My big problem with the gun was as I highlighted in the message the sh- swap from left to right shoulder was on the down D-pad by default and I think that is wrong for a third person shooter. It should be on the thumbstick. Oh,
0: oh hey Mike, while you're here <laughs> you can you can answer this. So... <laughs> Craig is a man that likes to swap shoulders all the time. He's just swapping shoulders like mad swap. man.
2: Oh, yeah. a madman. I swap all. Yeah, I never yes. swap
0: shoulders once in any third-person shooter. Uh, where do you fall? Well,
2: I don't. I I fall in the point where um, I don't generally do it at all, except for Uncharted multiplayer, where there's a case that if you switch shoulders, you can shoot people around corners who who could yeah. be shooting you already. Um, that's that's the only real real case of it.
0: So we have a guy um, that uses it I all said the to time, Dave. a guy that never uses it, and a guy uh-huh. that uses it as the situation dictates. All right.
1: I, As I'm running around the building, if I'm going round a right corner, I'll swap so that I'm looking over my left shoulder so that I can see just a fraction of a second quicker if there's anything around there. I am constantly doing that, getting the most efficient angle. And Uncharted as well. It counts how many times you swap shoulder. And I was in hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of shoulder swaps. Well, it, in, in that Uncharted, game. you
2: physically couldn't shoot round the corner unless you switch shoulders. Yeah. So you'd hit the edge of the wall if you were left side, uh, hit the- right side. You could actually shoot round the corner.
0: Now, see, I think I think early first person shooters influenced me a little bit too much because I don't go around corners. I face the wall and then strafe out of the corner. <laughs> Because I, I, I can only do 90-degree angles. I, I don't do smooth oh, wow. curves. That's for uh, fancy <laughs> people. <laughs> but yeah, like in this, it's like, okay, James. if I know there's enemies around the corner, because you can hear them doing the... I was <laughs> yeah, like, oh, okay, here hold on. Let me face the wall and then dash out and shoot and then dash back. I didn't really do the, you know, using stuff for cover. Huh. Maybe I need to change that. Okay, so uh, Mike, what were the the main two that you used? in terms
2: of the gun um the the default and the pace, although i did have a try with the one which sort of doubles up as a kind of minigun in a way um i can't remember the name of it right spin now. Is it spiral spin. Or something like that spin spin it might have been spin possibly
1: spin so you've got spin you've got shatter which is your shotgun and you've got charge shatter was my boy which is the gr-
2: i did use the, shatter the, the grenade, grenade launcher, launcher. Oh. I think I used to mix of all of them, to be honest, but it was more of a case that, you know, they give you just enough different choices that that you sort of like you can sort of, you know, jump between them a bit and and look at the role is that maybe you won't get the the upgrades you want, because, of course, at the same time as all this, you've got the challenges going on in the background, which you pick up from the control points <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was I was quite happy, sort of dipping into those. I knew that you're getting sort of like diminishing returns because over time you're picking up new mods which aren't really any use to you anymore because you're fighting like say level four enemies and you're only going to be picking up a level one or level two perk if you do certain things. But you know, I, I quite like the sort of gameplay loop of picking up new new challenges and sort of sort of trying new things a little bit. That sort mm-hmm. of opens you up a bit. Um, yeah, but. The the real thing I wanna to get to is is, is the, the core gameplay of it. It's like for me, it was you know, you you run along, it felt like uh what was the one I was gonna think of? Maybe like Vanquish or something.
0: It oh that like you sort of Oh, that's a dirty that's a dirty thing to do to Vanquish,
2: Mike. <laughs> <laughs> well, imagine Vanquish, but you know, you you can be spinning about shooting stuff maybe you've not got as much sort of agility it's like a slower version of vanquish i think but i felt like in in terms of that you know you've got the extra bulk of being able to do like telekinesis stuff like that um and and you know i'll i'll admit on the last episode we did say a lot of the enemies look like rejects of death stranding or something like that kind of um <laughs> and it, it's quite it's quite true but the, the thing is when you're When you're blasting the hell out of them, the only real fault I found personally was that I was enjoying everything I was doing in there. But when it came to downtime, aka you are out of energy, you need to reload now, that was the only time that I was thinking, could this not just be a tad bit quicker? Maybe the playtesters spotted this and thought, oh, that's way too much downtime of, of reloading. Um,
0: I think the only reason why that reload is there is to make you use the powers.
2: Yeah, well, it most likely is, but it's it's frustrating amount of time to see that gun recharging, especially when you get to like, you know, the big sort of like arena, massive brawl things right close to the end, and you're thinking, "Oh my god, how can I survive? Or do I just hide behind a wall and 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 get some reloading going on there?" Because at some points you like. An entire clip. If you're lucky and very accurate, you'll take one person out. But say you've got about fifteen people coming at you.
3: Yeah.
0: Um. uh Oh, hold on. Hold on. Sorry. I, I want to get back to something Mike said earlier. Uh, when he said hello. Uh, that's where I want to go back to. Uh, he mentioned the the missions you can pick up, and uh, these missions are you know kill fifty people without dying or forty five headshots, or they're just little missions to keep in the back of your brain, and you'll get a little extra something. I hated these things. Um. I also... Why is a game that's this short? Let's say, what, nine hours? Maybe?
1: Maybe try 26. Well,
0: okay. 12? Okay, so anywhere between <laughs> 9 and 26. It's a small window. Um, I don't see why it had to go with the almost Diablo-like loot system for those mods. Because there are so many useless ones that get outmoded incredibly fast, but you're still having to sort through. And you don't have an unlimited inventory. And so after a while, it was just, well, I'm just going to slap two level four mods in and I, I don't care anymore.
2: But well, it does give you uh, more for I... purchasing from the, the repository of like personal mods mm-hmm. and things like that as well.
0: Did you guys actually do that?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, sell off all the rubbish, basically go go through the list, find anything that's a, common and turn that turn that in get maybe a
0: oh no see i i the way it felt to me was that kind of system is incredibly at odds with a story driven game like um again well we mentioned it but imagine playing an uncharted where you have to sift through inventory it just wouldn't i think you're missing
2: the message though dave because it's it's trying to tell you to be in control of your inventory
0: oh control i get it now it's yeah. about inventory
2: <laughs> yeah i know makes sense
0: yeah but that was something that after let's say the first five hours i went oh screw this and i just didn't use it at all because you have to go back to a control point you have to sort them then you oh, have God. To, it, to me it was just a pain in the butt
1: i uh, uh, uh. I engaged with that right up to the bitter end, and I didn't get bored. I walked into Doom-style arenas, and the red walls go up, and the enemies come in, and I did not once think, oh, God, not again.
0: Oh, really? Oh, think... that was I did.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like, not once did I think, oh, God, not again. Because it's, it's just, I think I had the platinum in mind by about halfway through the story, say, maybe even a wee bit before before halfway through the story so i was in the countermeasures bit which are these that's what the kill five hiss and research i was in there tactically choosing them and abandoning ones based on where the next mission was going to take me so that i could maximize it because you need to get 25 of them for the trophy
0: oh now now see me i uh actually i i I don't know if i got that trophy uh personally like towards the end of the game like um where the elevator is where you have to start going to the bunker area and you have to move the mm-hmm. elevator up and down. Um whenever I had to backtrack, I was actually just Dark Souls running past things. Okay. I didn't yeah, I didn't even stop Wow, I didn't even Yeah. Um hold on hold on, what's the uh what's the trophy? Where you gotta do
1: do the uh It's something it's near the bottom of the list. I know it's near the bottom of the list. Astral Tactician Oh, hang on! I could just compare, Dave.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, I did like the um, five countermeasures, and then that was it.
1: Dave, you did not even do one bureau alert. What's a bureau alert? That's when it came up in big yellow or green writing, oh, and it yes! said,
0: "Screw that nonsense!" <laughs> oh, come on,
1: <laughs> it's like a specific
0: targets coming up, and you're just like, "Yeah, screw that." Yeah, look, I'm proud. Okay, I got, I got the the 120 collectibles. Okay, okay, I got that. <laughs>
1: I got 120 collectibles. It felt like halfway through the game, and there's, there's there must be about eight million of them. There must actually be eight million things to pick up. Don't you dare downplay my achievements, sir! Don't you dare. Um, sorry, sorry about that. I, <laughs> um, I, I'll, we, we, we took, 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 took a very different approach <laughs> to this.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I was gonna say. Um, well, that that actually shows uh, how much I engaged with this game because. I Didn't like it very much. Uh, well, let's, anyway, well,
2: let's skip back to the the gameplay a second. So, so I, I personally, for me, I think my downfall is going to have to be it's you know, the excessive reloading. Um, but I mean, what what about you guys? What what do you think is the main detractor behind what what could be better with the gameplay?
1: Um, I I didn't have find too much bother with the the. I just took it for what it was and thought shoot twice because I have inevitably had Pierce for most of the game as I said, shoot twice pick my targets well, throw rocks use my shield, you get an ability where you bring up a shield and then when you drop the shield it actually fires forward as well so I just floated between the two and kind of got into a bit of a bit of a jam with it my main actual complaint with the mechanic side of things falls down on the sometimes the inability to physically figure out where the hell I was supposed to be going like I couldn't I just could not find out that, you, you know, the, the map tells you to go to one place you go to one place, but it's actually on a floor above where you are and yeah. there's no obvious way to get there. So it wasn't as much the gameplay. It was more just the build of the game. So especially the, that the, research
2: the area where it's like multi, oh, multi-floor. And oh, you, yeah. Sometimes you want to yeah. be at the top, sometimes you want to be at the bottom and you'll end up just trying to go see if there's a hidden passage, not realising it's so at the very top and you're in the basement. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the map I think really could have it could have used a better map.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: Did for, you
2: guys find when you when you opened the map
1: sometimes it just showed the place names and not the outlines of the rooms? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I
0: think that, yeah. And a lot of times it would just be like go to uh, processing, and you are like, mm-hmm. okay, let me find processing on the map. Oh, okay. I just have to go down this. Oh no, there is a thing in the Oh. And then you got to mm-hmm. go down through central core and come back up through, but it never shows you any of that. And if yeah. you're not actively paying attention to how you got from A to B, yeah, and you're at B going, Uh-oh, yeah. uh oh, yeah. you it, know what I realized, Very frustrating.
1: Do you know what I realized far too late? The government mandated um, signage on all the walls is brilliant. See if you need to go anywhere find a wall and it'll have arrows pointing and where the nearest places to go are. I noticed that, yeah. So I I ended up, I found it much easier when I paid attention to signage and, you know, like organically trying to figure out where to go. There are some points, though,
2: where like the place you want to go, especially in that, um, so the second area, what was it called again? Like the sort of sewers area and things.
0: Oh, oh yeah, I know which one you're talking about, yeah. The switch. Yeah, you,
2: you'll want to go to a place and from the central hub, it'll point it as being like through a wall, potentially above you. And you like thinking, and later on in the game, when you got like levitation and stuff, you'd think maybe I could fly across. But, but the real path is going to be something that's not going to be on a sign until you go down an elevator, go across to some other new area. Then it'll loop you all the way back round to a place which was never signposted from the center bit. So it can be a bit of a pain like, from that point especially where it's you know a place where it's got three main exits from the central hub sure
0: um we're gonna talk about the story but the main thing that bothered me was do you guys remember that what like latter half of the game oh hey you have to go get the projector okay sure i'll go to oh the projector's not here it just got moved okay i'll go to the oh the projector got moved it's not here and it was like the last half of the game was just going after the projector and you were backtracking five or six times through areas to try to get to the stupid projector that just left as soon as you got there. It's like, mm, just me. That drove me insane.
2: I understand. I completely, I think it, it was excessive. Maybe if it was just the one change or something, but it was like probably about four different switches, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I think I have it in the note. It was four times that they're like, oh, projectors not here anymore you have to go over there so like, guys you could have done something else but th- that was the one thing i i hmm. yeah that would that would be it the one that annoyed yeah. me the most
1: i, I um i i oh, on you go you go fast
0: well I'll, that's it's it's very interesting how we all played it different ways even yeah. though it's it's a short game, and that's not normal for a really short game like this.
1: No, it's not. I wanted to just on mechanics, on like enemy mechanics specifically. The bot, the the four optional bosses are all fantastic. One of them slightly weaker, but they're all fantastic. And I was wondering whether you wanted to talk about them or whether ah uh, once we l- hit the story, just,
0: like once we crack into just the story, leave it. okay, I'd like to have you do that because it's stuff I didn't. Yeah. Personally, do um, as f- as f- well. I, I was whoop, sorry, had a stroke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that's some of the problem here. Is the mechanics are so vanilla? Like there's nothing this game does that hasn't been done before.
2: But I I personally agree that it's done with. Uh, well, I I personally you know think that was done in. A lot of it was done very, very. It looks very polished. It, it, feels good to me. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mentioned Vanquish. You wouldn't mention Vanquish in the slightest. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I think that's just the difference in difference in taste on it. I've got a good taste. Yeah. You've not. But I mean, let's move on. Oh. To the st- <laughs> oh yes
0: yes um, uh, that was a nice dig you got there uh you see uh listeners we're not friends anymore so don't listen to what mike says um
1: i i'm with you mike i i felt even though nothing went oh my god i can't believe that this is in this nothing there was none of those moments but everything felt polished and nice to use so i so I,
0: did either of you guys play psyops or second sight? Cy-
2: yeah i would play both i play both I i thought they were both quite good as well um maybe I,
0: it's because i've seen all this before
2: i think it's that, that, I, that remedy dna sort of like pulls over and it makes me sort of forget about that in the past so i'm I'm not hung up on games from 12 13 okay. years ago yeah oh
1: I, I, why don't you just
0: call me old mike why don't you just <laughs> get it get it over with
2: um i
1: i'm again i'm with you i even if it wasn't a remedy glazer polish I don't, if I've seen something in a game before unless it's so obviously stolen, you know unique mechanic from a game like portal guns or you know like something like that. I went to gravity
0: gun in my mind when you said that. You know,
1: yeah (laughs) um, something like that Obviously, you're going to think about it. But anything else, anything that's just a general... This is sci-fi, floaty things and levitating that's been done before and it's shooting, which has been done many times before because it's guns and it's shooting. I tend to not do that because you're going to see it time and time. This isn't going to be the last game that levitates you and stuff.
2: Oh, really? Well, while we're on that note, I did not like levitating and shooting despite being one of the challenges thrown at me about 50 times i always aborted that mission
1: oh Uh -oh. it felt way too squiffy for me yeah levitating was a a mode of transport Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i mean it
0: was it was uh, i liked the ability to levitate but hold on hold on i I want i want i'm not as down on it as it sounds i am um so it's like going to a restaurant and ordering just a plain ham sandwich and it might be one of the best ham sandwiches you've ever had in your life But for me, it doesn't compare to that time I had a Monte Cristo. You know, it's what they do here is done well. Other than some weird thing where uh, the controls are a little wonky, everything they do, they do with precision, and it's nice. I guess it just glazed off of me.
1: I mean, your analogy is almost right, but I would go a step further and say it's not just like you've went into somewhere and ordered a ham sandwich, and it's the best ham sandwich you've ever eaten. It's like doing that, but the place you're in is beautifully decorated, and you're getting a (laughs) massage, and it's the perfect temperature for you, and you've got your favourite drink beside you as well. You know, it's it's the whole package. Some of us
0: like to look a little deeper than just, you know, graphics, okay? I, I would say gameplay is the most important thing in a game. I don't know who says graphics are, okay? But, uh... That just rings false to somebody mainly concerned with gameplay above all.
1: No, no. Hey, you know, no. oh. <laughs> hey. Do you know I, I'm. I'm not even.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I, I yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like the set dressing here, if it clicks with you, it clicks hard. Um, the set dressing that clicked with me was the hotel. Mm. Like I really liked that the hotel idea. That is very cool. Um, I, I think it's nothing other than just shrugging and saying, I, yeah, I just, not my jam, not calling it bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's final thought stuff. I'm sorry. Okay. So we talked about, uh, the mechanics of shooting, the mechanics of the powers. Um, did you rely on, uh, other powers a lot, Craig?
1: Um, I used them all kind of equally. I liked, I liked using my shield because you unlock the additional trees. So for Levitate, you get the ground slam thing, which is great if you want to get to an enemy that's way away and you've run out of bullets. And I liked my shield with the shield burst because sometimes you need it. With those invisible enemies, you know, the ones that go invisible and then they kind of still appear. Bring up your shield... When it fires, drop your shield, it gets hurt. It's the perfect way to deal with them. It felt like the I I put each kind of thing, pierce for float flying enemies. I put everything into a bucket of if it's that enemy I use that. If it's that enemy, I use that. If it's that enemy, I use that. So I I kinda it felt good. It wasn't so much reliance on them as I had a system. No,
0: but yeah, but okay, so you felt like you had tools for every yeah. enemy type. Okay.
1: Exactly, um, yeah. Uh,
0: and this might be uh, a um, what's the word I'm looking for? This might be a failing on my end, but uh, do you remember the part, since we're in spoiler territory, doesn't matter, do you remember the part after you've broken Polaris out? Uh-huh. And the uh, it keeps shifting, like, you know, you're on this plateau, but then once you kill all the enemies, plateau yeah, yeah. in front.
1: Mm-hmm. Was that
0: incredibly frustrating to you? No. No. Okay. Because um, I just did it with it? base guns and... Uh, uh, telekinesis and oh. it was starting to get frustrating with like the big guys with the shield it's like hit him with three rocks and then run up shoot him with a shotgun and then run back you know that kind of thing so that that's probably a failing on the way i played
2: oh i, I yeah, haven't i struggled uh, with that section too but I, I did not have a shield at all yeah okay. neither did i shield
1: the shield was like invaluable especially you pull up a shield and it's nothing's hitting you and it doesn't cost a great deal of energy. Using using shield bust and upgrading it, it costs a wee bit more energy, but it's worth it. It absolutely it's a game changer because it's just portable cover. And you can run with it. So you can run about the place, get yourself in the perfect position, and throw it at somebody and keep on shooting.
0: Okay, yeah. So that's definitely a failing on my end. Um the only other like weird gameplay complaint that I could have that's you know, it's not a big deal, uh, is I don't like how they still put a limit on your abilities when you're not in combat. You know, like, you remember when you're getting yeah, all the trash yeah, and you're throwing see, it in yeah. there? It's like, throw in two boxes, all right, wait a minute, and throw in two more, mm-hmm. and wait a minute. That that was the only thing that, mechanics-wise, it was like, ugh, this is a bit sticky.
1: I If you could infinite dash, even just while you're, float- or while you're going between areas, although then, yeah. then people would be tempted just to dash past the enemies and just...
0: Some of us did anyway.
1: <laughs> I don't know, yeah. I, don't
0: know.
2: I do yeah, like not. the um, cool sort of running mechanic there, like the the way it sort of does that sort of slight fish lens sort of running yeah, down yeah, corridors yeah. thing, oh, yeah. feels yeah, yeah, that's. And you do you do run a lot if you're me, and you're trying to meet a deadline. <laughs> but yeah, that's yeah, I, I I appreciate the little the little things, little things. Yeah.
0: All right. Shall we crack into the story, as mm. it is.
2: Well, okay. I'm of no use from here, but yeah, let's do that.
0: <laughs> uh, we'll we'll try to make this fairly brief because, we're, geez, we're already at a half hour already.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, the story's probably the easiest thing. Not easy in terms of understanding while you're playing it, but you arrive at a building, you're guided to the building, you end up becoming the director, and you have to save it from peril and figure out what the hell's going on with your brother. It's kind of...
0: Yeah, if you want to boil it down to that simple, yeah, it can be boiled down that simple. Uh, the whole stuff in the beginning with her when she walks in and she does that little monologue about the mm-hmm. curtains and the the poster yeah. and all—that really threw me for a loop. I'm like, okay,
1: uh, Dave, see if you ever come across any postals in the game, shoot them because chances are there's a hidden area behind that. Posters come off the walls and there's stuff really? behind that.
0: Yeah. Ow. Oh. Okay, because it struck me as a very strange metaphor. I'm like poster, yeah. Huh? Is Shawshank in this. All right, that's a little, little strange.
1: Yeah. Um it is literally <sighs> holes
0: and walls and stuff like that, ah. and, and things blow up. Oh, what do you know? Um, I really like the the world this is set in. Is very cool. I, I they didn't did they ever nail down a year for what year it takes um, place the, with Jesse? I'm
1: just I'm starting to just think they must have in all the documentation it's all going to be dated but I can't for the life of me think when it would have when it was
2: because it's those,
0: weird it's those objects the powers
2: seem to come from all different time periods
0: yeah and and there's oh you have mainframe computers in here that's weird you know it, it, um they mentioned a, I want to say they mentioned a cell phone at one point but then all you see are those landline old school rotary phones mm-hmm. Cause I meant to pay attention to that and make a note of it, but I, I guess it slipped my mind. But yeah, it. uh Okay, so, hmm, I'm trying to think of the best way to tackle this without just b- vomiting everything out at once. <sighs> um, I could use some help,
1: guys. <laughs> oh my god, see, trying to Google things for this. I've put PS4 control year set, and I've got. Using the wireless controller on the <laughs> PlayStation 4. <sighs> okay.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, um, I, when I was Googling who the doctor was, I put who is the doctor in control. And I got a whole bunch of Doctor Who stuff. I'm like, well, that doesn't help me any. Um, okay. So, I guess let's start with the protagonist-antagonist relationship we got. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Jesse has a being from another dimension, that's not necessarily in her head, but is kind of sticky to her, mm. right? The antagonist would be the hiss. Now, whenever the hiss says anything, if I didn't have subtitles on, I wouldn't have been able to understand it.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: But how did you guys feel like the hiss? I really like I, I like the visualization of the lava lamp kind of goo. Mm-hmm. For for the hiss, I thought that was very cool. Uh, same with Polaris; the way everything with her is like orderly geometric shapes. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, as a villain though, the hiss I, didn't seem there all the time.
1: Yeah, I I know the hiss. The hiss are like a personification of the energy that is the hiss, as in the. It's just human people that have been overtaken by this resonance. So it didn't feel; it never felt like you were up against the enemy. You, when you eventually get to the end of the game and you close them out, and there's still hiss present in the foundation and the foundation in the building, it's it feels a wee bit. I felt like it, there was no real ma- major antagonist, as I keep on saying, other than the one-off bosses. It never ever felt like you were up against an enemy. It felt like you were up against a situation. Yeah, like you were fighting an emotion. Yeah, yeah. Physical being. Yeah. It, it, and I kind of I kinda liked that. It was a different change. It wasn't like you got to the last level and you just had to fight, you know, the main bad guy. Yeah, no, no, no.
0: I think it would have been a terrible mistake if they ended it with, you're fighting the hiss and it's this big tentacle-y oh, yeah. thing. No, that would have been a terrible way to do it. Mm -hmm. But it also leads for a very ambiguous antagonist for the most part. And then you have Polaris, Mm. right? Who for the first third of the game, I thought Jesse was either talking to you as a player (laughs) or to herself. I wasn't Uh sure what was going on. But um, that first scene, right? Where it shows the talking gun and the director. And uh, I really like how they take that scene as kind of a focal point. And they change that scene depending on what new information you've learned where at the end mm-hmm. you see your brother there holding the gun instead of yep. just the director holding. thought that was a very cool idea. I like that yeah. quite a bit. Um, I, I think this, the story – see, there's the thing. I, I, I Googled to hell and back and I couldn't find where I've seen this story before to what ticked me off of, oh – Okay, I gotcha. I know what this is. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know where I knew it from. But did you uh, at all guess the story?
1: I I messaged you my major running theories as a- yeah, You had some it.
0: really good
2: theories, <laughs> man. <laughs> um
1: I I think I got some of the underlying bit of it about it being uh you know like entities. ...warring against each other... ...Polaris fighting back this hiss... ...and it being kind of like that... ...you know, almost like a... ...it's wider than an enemy... ...it's a, it's a thing... ...it's an ent- It's an entity... ...I got that... ...I just didn't think it'd be so... ...and and, and in the game... It, ...I don't want to devalue the fact that it is quite complex... ...but it was quite plain and boring... ...the actual finale... ...the end, end, end... ...what, what it actually yeah, was... Yeah, it ended
0: with a... O. Oh, that's ah, it. Okay.
1: Right. Yep. All right. And my brother's now in a coma, and that's it, done. I, I just, yeah, that I, did end
0: really quick.
1: Yeah, I just felt like some of the things that I messaged you about maybe Jesse and Dylan could be the same person, split from different dimensions. And, you know, I thought maybe this was the result of them existing in the same dimension inside the oldest house. All of that stuff, I thought. It's got to go somewhere like this because it's so bunker nuts. It just didn't go that far. It didn't go far enough for me.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Um, like, And the thing was, uh, at the end, when you finally get to where they're holding Polaris in that egg, I
3: guess
0: mm-hmm. would be the best way to put it. When you break that out and the hiss takes over you, that had me very confused for a long time because it's like, oh, was Polaris? polaris actually the hiss but using you to try to get it to escape which again could have been a cool idea of Uh you thought you were doing good and there you go you
3: weren't.
0: um and and they don't explain like polaris and hiss being two sides of the same coin well enough at all
1: yeah so i uh, think hmm,
0: like towards the end
1: oh Oh, god sorry i no, I'm just. You're right, and if you just play, if you play through it, take it word for word, and go, you're not going to get much of it. I don't even think reading all the guff isn't going to get you much of it. It's such a subtle thread through it. It's almost like you watch something like a David Lynch film. You watch Mulholland Drive, and at the end of it, you go, "Oh my god, I need to watch that again just to kind of get a handle on what's going on." But you can't really do that with this because I couldn't turn around and say I'm going to play that again to look up for all the signs and stuff like that because playing a 10 hour blitz through of it isn't it's not the same as just like watching the film twice
0: no, yeah, yeah you can rewatch Usual Suspects three times time. mm-hmm. and <laughs> um, I think the story works for what it is like I think it works well it's a good motivator of like for you the, the character um mm-hmm. But it is incredibly vague. It's like they had this yeah. this nebulous idea of, "Hey, wouldn't this be cool if the, uh, entities from other dimensions and and this and that?" And it's like they were looking at a blurry picture and never sharpened it at all.
1: Yeah, I think. Um,
0: I, I mean, I, I get that one. it's ambiguous, mm-hmm. especially towards the end because you're like, "Well, wait, it, it, where's the hiss?" And it just gives you this throw-off line of, "Oh yeah, there's still hiss to be had." It's like, oh. Mm-hmm. Oh okay.
1: That was the <laughs> introduction to the end game was probably the most clunky of anything in the game, I would say. It was that one line, well, there's still hiss in the building, we've shut them out, but they're still gonna appear every room you go into. It's a bit like ah, oh, I thought it was gonna get a, you know, a different environment. Some maybe the hiss aren't there, but it's opened up new side missions in X, Y, and Z or Something, Or in, something maybe of,
0: you used the projector to open the, the
1: portal that brought th- them in? I think that's going to be the expansion that's coming out.
0: Oh, it might be. Yeah, like, w- whatever they decide, they definitely left it incredibly open-ended. Mm-hmm. Enough to where it almost felt like you didn't accomplish anything.
1: Yeah. But then... A lot of these things are like, we're, we're now having a conversation about what you thought, what it meant to you, what it think to you. I'm sure the internet was awash with Reddit, you know, subreddits oh, of, oh, absolutely! oh my was. god, what do, what, I found this document, and this document was X, Y, and Z, and blah, blah. It's probably maybe trying to invoke that to a certain extent. A lot, and, a lot
0: of what I saw was, uh, I don't know if you guys are, are familiar with, I think it's called the SCP Foundation.
1: Yes, yes.
0: That really hard with this game, right?
1: Uh huh. And do you know what's the SCP? The, the
0: oh well, if you're not in the know, Mike, uh, we aren't at liberty to discuss. <laughs> it's basically take this concept of uh, a bureau that keeps track of all these supernatural things and write fanfics about these supernatural things, but do so in a very bureaucracy-heavy way. Mm-hmm. So, like uh, the reports you pick up, where a lot of the stuff is redacted, that would be somebody's short story on scp foundation about something
2: okay um, but
0: so yeah it's been around a is, long time
2: are we this talking about really like the, the x files or something like that sort of yeah
0: think, think about that mm-hmm. but people just writing short stories that maybe the x files would investigate and the paperwork that would come out of it that kind of thing
1: okay Okay. do you want to hear something really bizarre really really bizarre and i've got like text messages and stuff which i can far well to screenshot or something um to kind of let you in on this, but I didn't know about this SCP thing until Wednesday when someone called Jamie at work told me and the team about SCP and she was like, oh, it's this, that, and the other. And I was like, I've never heard of this. It sounds mental. forgot about it until Wednesday night when I was on Reddit and someone said some weird snarky thing saying, oh, you're going to be SCP-027 or something like that. And I'm like, that's that SCP <laughs> thing someone's mentioned. And then... Between then and now, I've seen it six or seven times. I'm not joking, like six or seven times on the internet. And it's now you've brought syndrome. it up. <laughs> you've brought it up now, and that's Wednesday to Sunday. And I know you get that. What's um Baden, Bad or Meinhof? Oh, what's it called? You know the thing where you hear about something and then all of a sudden you see it everywhere.
0: Yeah, blue car I syndrome. Think-
1: I don't think this is it. I think something's I think like I've fallen into some sort of alternative dimension <laughs> since playing Control. I, I think like this
0: game really kickstarted a lot of people's maybe if if they did it for a while and, and the interest fell off like something like this that is basically SCP The Game really <laughs> kickstarted interest back into that. I mean, I yeah. was never really part of the scene at all. It was just something I knew about.
1: Oh. That's but, that's I'm not gonna. I could totally fall down that rabbit hole I, of not writing, just reading and enjoying it. I, yeah,
0: I had I a could. friend that that used to just read one or two of those a night before he went to sleep. Hmm. Um. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're familiar with SCP Foundation, that's pro or just SCP. That is mm-hmm. the probably the biggest scripture we can give you for this game. Yeah. Um. Can we talk for a moment about Dracula Janitor?
1: Yes, right. I keep on meaning to ask you. I don't know what the hell I've missed. How is he Dracula? Like, where did? How did that happen?
0: Because as soon as (laughs) I heard that accent, my brain went, "Oh, he's Dracula," and that was it. And just for the rest of the game, certain phrases he would say, like I was expecting him to be like, "The blood is the life," and it was just I was expecting him to say Dracula phrases every time he would talk. Oh my
1: god. I thought I'd missed something. I thought he was actually <laughs> Dracula. I thought he was a vampire. So then see when it towards the end where he's gone on holiday in inverted commas and you have to find him. I thought he was going to turn out to be a wee mini boss and he was a vampire. That's what I was wanting towards something. That would have been to... pretty cool. Um... <laughs> you know what I mean
0: <laughs> Okay, so so let, let's talk about him for a little bit. Yeah, I'm sorry if anybody gets the false impression that maybe there is a cool vampire janitor. It's yeah. not.
1: I did, and I've played the game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So if he's not a vampire, which I'm not willing Mm -hmm. to state 100%, he might be. Yeah. What do you think he is then?
1: I think he's just been a janitor that's worked there for a very, 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 very very long time and knows everything. You know, like, just knows everything, the wise janitor man. The only other explanation is he's actually somehow the level above director. He's, like,
0: oh, senior see,
1: I, director.
0: I didn't think of that. The, the best yeah. way I could put it, with the way he knows what's going on without being there, is he's a personification of the building.
1: Yeah. That's
0: the only thing I could do. But that whole level inside the janitor, let us say, mm-hmm. that completely washed over me. Like, I couldn't pull what that might mean, how does this fit into the story? It was just this weird sidetrack.
1: It was really weird when you got on the the cart and it started playing that song as you were getting pulleyed across the the vast eternal space below you. It was some sort of I don't even know what kind of music it was. Yeah
0: it it was folk music, whatever whichever folk it was, it was very folky.
1: The whole thing was bizarre. I I really like him. I went and done all his tasks. I went and cleared out all the moulds and the various goos and the bits and bobs for him.
0: I was too busy trying to find his coffin because I'm like, all right, you're gonna be sleeping here sometime, boy. We're gonna. Um, so other than, like other than the interactions you had to do to get the Walkman. Um, it does it, does anything else come out of interacting with the janitor or is it still always that nebulous
1: no it's it's still always it always feels like that and he does the thing where he always refers to he's like I'm going on holiday so you're going to have to do the cleaning and stuff even while you're director he's still uh, that's what made me think he's like super director yeah he's, he's what do he's, they call it the
0: council or the
1: mm-hmm. yeah he's part of that or he, he, he there's something in that because it, I, I can't think it's going to be anything else. To be honest, maybe now, that's what the, the the expansion pack is Atty.
0: Now, now there is also the slim chance that, like, uh, I see this a lot—not a lot, but I see this in movies sometimes where it's just no, no, no they got no idea behind this; they're just being vague
1: mm-hmm.
0: because that's cool. Yeah. So I, I, I
1: don't know. the The main thing about the main thing that struck me about Attie it wasn't his presence anywhere or him knowing everything apart from when you're trapped inside the hiss and you're inside the office and they think you're an intern and you're just doing the coffee and the tea and, and photocopying. He he gives you guidance. He says, just just keep on trying. Just try again. Just do it once more. He's, he's actually when you interacting. You walk by him
0: and he's mopping. He's there.
1: Yeah. So yeah. That's
0: what made me think he, he can't be just a normal person. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, so, that, that scene... I was mm-hmm. very angry that I just cleaned this coffee table. Oh my and god! And already more
1: cups on here. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I must have. I photocopied a few times, and then I was like, "There's something else to this. There's got to be something else." To this. I absolutely. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was a great. Every time Ooh, you went yes. around the loop, things got worse. It's such a good. It visualizes exactly what it would feel like for everyone that's been taken over by the hiss. Which is brilliant.
0: Well, well see that the, now there's there's a, a question I have and this may have been answered in a side quest or something so if that's what it is inside the mind of somebody who's been taken over by the hiss right so their physical bodies are not housing their consciousness at all like I I wish it would have cut just from that scene just for a little bit to see what Jesse was doing physically well,
1: I I took it to be, and it could be wrong again. I took it to be she's inside, like almost she's inside her own mind. She's fighting herself for control, or fighting that. You know what I mean?
0: Ding. Uh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. But uh, like, I'm curious as to, okay, so if oh. the, that's what happens. It's probably lying like ex- in a,
1: lying in a gutter somewhere.
0: How, yeah. How does that explain the enemies? hmm So that, that, was, uh, that again, I mean, it, it's well, good that you ask these questions. Yeah. But I I'm going to go. Answers. I'll
1: go and say, while, while Jesse's fighting herself inside herself, and while these people are, they eventually lose themselves in there. And at that point, the hiss can then control the physical body. And it becomes okay. that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, that, that, that makes sense.
1: It works. I'm making it up. You know, I'm making it up. But no, it's, yeah, it's I rough. know. But, but,
0: well, that's what they do. I mean, this, is, this <laughs> didn't really happen, Craig. This is something somebody made up.
1: <laughs> no. Um,
0: uh, so. Briefly, I would like to talk about the hotel. Mm -hmm. Um, First of all, I don't like how you have to flip the light switch three times. Because the first time I ran across it, I pulled it once and nothing happened. like, oh, okay, it's got to be something later Um, in the game. um... And then wandered around looking for stuff to do. And then I came back, okay, maybe I'll try pulling it again. Nope, nothing happened. There was a flash, but maybe something... Oh, that, that annoyed me.
2: I think... The problem with that that section was that it, it all had like one internal logic, which once you got, it applied to pretty much every single one. Which was go yeah. in door one, nothing. Do it again. Go in door two, nothing. Go in door three, flip two things. Come back, something else is now activated, and then repeat, repeat on and on, uh, with the exception of I think one single bit where you change the time on a the clock. The, the clocks, yeah. Uh, the, See, I mean, yeah, uh, visually, it looks it looks looks great, and yeah, it rings bells to like the whole Twin Peaks sort of vibe that we mentioned quite some time back in the show. Yeah,
0: I yeah, kind of like I I thought okay, this is gonna be a DLC thing. Like that was what I pegged as this will be DLC okay. because it seems like uh, you didn't go in most of those doors, and all those doors had weird symbols on them. So that was yeah. what I pegged. Okay, this well, is this is that's
1: that's just what I'm saying is um. You're, you're in the upside down triangle, call it a dimension. Those other doors are other dimensions. So other people, other Jesses could be coming through the other doors to the same central point. It knits multiple dimensions together.
0: Yeah, like once I've, once you figure out or maybe it was a note that I read that lets you know what the hotel is, I was a little disappointed mm-hmm. they didn't do more with it. Of like, you guys could have done some really cool stuff here. But, again, well, that, that's the nature of games nowadays. Is, uh, maybe they're not done with it. Who knows? Um. Okay, so why don't you uh, give us a brief rundown of the side quest bosses and, and other oh. things that me and Mike didn't see.
1: Okay, so th- th- there's many side quests. I believe there are 10 main missions and 20 side quests. And of those 20 side quests, there's a few fetch-style quests Quests. There's one um, quest where you have to escort a gentleman to another place, which is unfortunate. I always hate an escort mission, but thankfully he's quite capable with a gun, so it's, it's all good. It's not like a cripple and he gets one shot and he's dead. Um, but the, the main kind of side quests were things like when you're in Panopticon, you pick up one called Langston's Runaways, and it's these altered items that have escaped Panopticon and they're floating about the place so one of them is a duck that just teleports when you get anywhere close to it and you find you have to dash towards it from a certain angle or I don't know actually how I managed to do it but at one point I managed to touch it and cleanse it um, there's a flamingo that when you're just about to touch it it all of a sudden starts drifting away from you and you realize the room is getting longer and longer and longer and it gives you a challenge to overcome oh that's cool and all these it's, it's, there's all these kind of wee things i message you and i, I truly mean, i mean it the side stuff is what made the game for me other than the story was great and it looked great but the side stuff was really proper interesting um so the four bosses that make up four of those. The first one you would have met during the main game, it's Mr. Tomasi, or Dr. Yeah. Tomasi. Mr. Floaty, who's probably the hardest thing in the game. It's the, the boss about last. It's very difficult. Um, you face off against him again in that area down by the you know, the rotating train tracks.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, the switch um, track. Yeah.
1: yeah, once you reach a certain point in the game... I'm going to say near the end when you speak to Pope she turns around and says oh we figured out Mr Tomasi is in the room to the left that was closed and it's now opened and you go in and you get a big boss arena and he's doing the same mechanics he's floating about and throwing stuff at you but there are an inordinate amount of enemies after you the invisible things floating after you he can now two shot kill you even I had all the health packs upgraded things my shield out he can two shot kill you it took an hour and a half, an hour and a half, an hour 45 to kill him. So he was was kind of average. Um, There was an anchor, which floats in the centre of a room. And this is what, see all the clocks when you're doing the clocky type mission, the guy says, oh, we've locked whatever it is in that safe room, you can go back and get it. Did you Uh hear him say that? Yeah. You go back to it and it's an anchor. And it floats about a room shooting clocks at you. Really big, wild clocks, and it's got this big... It's made of clocks, like... What's the game with... Is it Symphony of the Night that's got the boss that's just all the bodies kind of, like... Oh, yeah, Legion, and, yeah. Yeah, it's basically that, but with clocks. Which is great. Um, but my absolute favourite is... Um, there's a mould... And this mould just grows out the ground and it tries to attack you by shooting gas at you. It can throw things at you. It's got wee arms and tentacles that tries to hit you. Great. Last one, which I say for last because you'd mentioned it was the Fridge Boss. And I actually can't remember what the Fridge Boss's name was, but I will remember in a wee second. It's not latter. Farmer. Farmer is an interdimensional being. It's a gigantic boss with two tentacles and a giant eye that shoots glowing orbs at you, and you've got to grab the orbs, throw it in the eye, dodge the tentacles when they try and hit you. He's got a massive amount of health. The platform is slowly degrading because he keeps on hitting it, and it's just a really tense fight that just visually stunning. I said it looks a bit like the first boss from Thumper. You know, like flailing arms and oh, everything. Yeah, yeah. And you're just like it was such a great moment in the game when you come up against these because they were boss bosses as opposed to the main game where there was no boss boss so I just I really enjoyed it and it proper proper made it for me it just it got rid of all of that doubt over whether I was liking it or not when I started getting into it and finding them and that's my rant uh- over
0: no, no, it's it's fine. I didn't experience of <laughs> it. That kind of that kind of pisses me off a little bit, because, well, I, I just just googled what former looked like. I was mm-hmm. like oh man, man, why didn't yeah. I see that? Um, oh shit, I've missed one, huh?
1: Bugger, sorry, S Edge, and that is it's Jesse backwards. It's a blooming mirror link you find a mirror and you go to cleanse it and you touch it and it does this really smooth thing where you're now the mirror Jesse and you're in the room and you have to fight Jesse.
0: Wait a minute. They pulled a random Hegel. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, best game ever, hands down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway,
1: sorry. You were, so, saying, you were saying it pissed you off. Uh,
0: well, now, really, I didn't run into random. Um, <laughs> so like there's a part of it that's like why why couldn't you have cut some of the backtracking and the useless stuff you did in the main story and just slotted that stuff in that's way more interesting
3: Hmm.
1: I mean yeah I, I, I couldn't quite put my finger on it other than there's no difficulty control and difficulty control you never <laughs> even call you never even say difficulty control do you, you just say difficulty changing level or something but keep on difficulty levels Difficulty levels. That's what I'm trying to say. Bloody hell! There's no difficulty level, and I think in making the bosses optional, it gives stuff to do in the end game or it, or the post game, or it gives you optional things to do to level up. But it's it is a story-driven game, and they're not directly tied into the story. It's more. Langston, when you go to meet him, has this problem. All these things are missing. You know, Pope has this problem. Mr. Tomasi was a friend and she wants him... You know, they're not directly linked to the story. They've got their own wee mini stories the fridge is brilliant it's just the guy has to stare at it if he blinks yeah I
2: saw I saw him at one point in the uh, mm-hmm. and I was I was looking and I thought oh this is intriguing it it just wasn't intriguing enough for me to come back so we still sat a A man at it, but... staring at a fridge going I can't look yeah that's a great look.
1: concept
0: right
2: that's you must have seen so it as sweet. well though Dave right
0: oh yeah, I I was like, I want to do the fridge want to do the fridge and and then I was like, oh I guess I can't right now because i got to do the main story okay, and then I was like, I'll come back to the fridge because that fridge, that's
2: that's cool
1: it's brilliant as well because when you eventually get to the fridge it's already killed him because he's obviously blinked or fallen asleep but when you you go into the room and you're looking at the fridge, it's fine you go to try and cleanse it, if you look away you lose health (laughs) you you can't get uh, away from it
0: just stuck oh, that, in the
1: fridge, watcher.
0: That yeah, that that kind of tweaks me that you put some of the best stuff. Or even you know what? Even if you could have done it when you run across it, but you can't. Yeah.
1: No, like you've got to go and that deal simple. with the other thing. Yeah.
0: Um. All right. So enemy. Anyway. Uh. Wow. Well, yeah. I'm at least gonna watch that stuff on YouTube because I really mm-hmm. like the way former looks and that's a cool boss. Uh. And I like monsters. Mm-hmm. So all right then let let's let's just the story and Mike I realize you've been very quiet, but uh I'm gonna have to ask you so the main story what do you take away from it like not not so much a good or a bad of like was it worth it for you
2: I thought it was it was it was decent I mean I took it on a superficial level i kind of liked where it was going in some places uh it went all a bit hollywood with the introduction of the brother and things like that uh essentially i thought this was going to be one of those games which really pushes me a bit you know makes it a little bit too too complex and says is this game all just a life metaphor for you know struggles in life and and you know the, the rise to the top of corporations things like that and and it was nothing like that in the end. I think the whole story was probably a lot simpler. But even then, I didn't read anywhere near enough as I should have. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm a gameplay first person, and in a lot of cases, it, there are sometimes it sneaks through things like Dark Souls. I don't get the full story, but I get a good, good 80 percent. Oh, Mike, is... let's
0: have a talk, <laughs> me and you, buddy.
2: But, you know, as as a as a vehicle for the. For gameplay, it was it was good and it was a lot better than Quantum Break. Let me tell you that definitely. And Quantum Break was something I
0: motivation for you. I could
2: follow Quantum Break and I still didn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a that's a definite thumbs up from me.
1: Okay, Uh, Craig, what about you? Um, I think I got what I wanted out of it because. As I might have mentioned several times now, I really fell head over heels for it. The story, the aesthetic, everything. Just everything about the game was packaged up in such a way where I just thought, this is for me. It's another one of those games where I'm like, this, this is totally my bag.
0: This is your medieval? You
1: know? Yeah, exactly. And I think I went from not being hyped about it when it came out to thinking about it to being really excited about it in quite a short space of time. And then to finally sit and play it, I mean, it's a, there's a start. It's the first game of Platinum in ages. That's not just like a blooming Telltale game or something like that. That you automatically get a Platinum. I I I thought it was fantastic. The story was just so good. For oh, wait, me. no, no,
0: don't Final Thoughts it yet. Just talking story.
1: Oh well, that's what I'm saying. The story was so good for oh, okay. me. Okay,
0: all right. I, it sounded like you were going to lead into Final Thoughts as a whip. <laughs>
1: no, 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 no. Um, no.
0: Like, okay, so. For me, I think the story started really strong. Like, like you, you start and she's talking about posters and then Dave didn't rip down any posters. And then you meet the janitor and then you find out about the hiss and then the Polaris. Like, it has a great build-up. But I think somewhere in the middle, it kind of falls flat. And it picks up again towards the end, but they haven't done enough bridge work in the middle to where one slides neatly into the other. And I liked the story, like like if if I was to read this as a book, let's say, oh yeah, hey, okay, that's that's kind of cool, but there's not quite enough fleshed out. Like, um, hey, let's talk about the maze.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm, I was just about to say they they don't really justify it, and by the point you get there, it does kind of finally decide to say, you know what, this story it it's it's going to slow down a bit, but let's throw some gameplay at you instead.
0: Well that's what kind of like the maze both made me smile like an idiot mm. and made me a little angry cuz it's like you had me running around in the same areas over and over and over again and you had ideas <laughs> like this.
1: <laughs>
0: that's not cool, man. Um yeah, like like once you hit the maze um when I first hit the maze, you know, I did the thing where I'm running around. I'm like, "Man, okay, this isn't really a maze." Uh, Whatever I'll come back to it later and then you have to do it for the story and you find the Walkman and it's a a great scene Um, like that the story there didn't justify any of that nonsense and by nonsense I mean really cool nonsense but it worked because it was really cool but there's a couple of other places in the story where it doesn't justify that nonsense but it's not cool. And they're not huge swaths of time, but there's enough built up that where I ended up... If I wasn't taking notes, I probably would have switched off of the story. So that's about where I sit on the story of it. Uh, Is there anything else, like, story-wise or gameplay-wise that you want to bring up before we start getting into Final Thoughts?
2: Well, how about we go back to that maze one more time? Because... Sure, I'll do it again. It is pretty cool. I think we haven't really we haven't really played up to it but there's loads going on it's it's like a crazy sort of visual feast it all runs back to that old demo scene that we were talking about before and stuff and there's it just visually does a huge amount in a short space of time and i initially i thought oh my god this music's going to be absolutely terrifying it's going to be like devil may cry inside here and, and all sorts but that's never a bad thing, Mike. <laughs> well, I know, but it, when it's not Devil May Cry, which is the game that's sport, <laughs> it doesn't really work as well. But no, I, I was I was really, I was really quite surprised of it. I, mean, I don't think I loved it as much as everyone else, but I thought it was a, a real, a real highlight of the game. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, like um, the fact that the, I mean, in case you're listening to this and you don't plan on playing it, it's think about playing a shooter during those inception scenes where the world folds in on itself while some decently good metal music is playing um, it is a lot of fun and i think it worked really well and it's not just like oh, buildings folding it's you jump in a building and then you're on the roof but then the roof slides down to suddenly be the wall and uh... there's a lot of really cool geometry trickery going on
1: it really is. And I
0: wish more of that was in the game, man. I really do. Because that is very cool. Anything else?
1: Um, I really liked that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, see, you hit it very well, Craig. I wasn't sure which way you were going to go. Uh, all right, well, then you want to start wrapping us up with Final Thoughts? Because we're in an hour yeah. ten again.
1: Yeah, why not? But Greg, I, Yeah, I, I did really like it. I don't know if I can say any more than what I've said already. I thoroughly enjoyed my time with it. For me it was off to a bit of a rocky start gameplay wise. Mm-hmm. Mr. Tomasi the first time you fight him I got was killed by him because I was playing it like all guns blazing. I got killed by him three or four times and I genuinely at one point thought I'm not going to be able to finish this because there's no difficulty slider and I'm rubbish at playing this kind of game. But no, I just actually had to engage with the mechanics a wee bit more and push on and it was well worth it. So thank you, Craig, for suggesting it.
0: Uh okay, so um uh Craig. Yes. If you had played this before our game of the year,
1: uh huh. Would
0: it have made oh. it on your list?
1: Yeah, oh god, yeah, yeah, like absolutely. I can't even remember what was on my list, but I would have easily found something to kick off to make space for it. I think it was Iceborne,
0: Kingdom Hearts 3, and uh, one other one I can't remember.
1: That was was someone else's, I'm sure that was someone else's. (laughs) I can't remember who. Oh, I said Blood and Truth because it was like the future. I would have kicked that off, that would have been bumped for control.
0: Okay. Because, because, again, that's what I was so curious about. I'm like, wow, okay, so that's Game of the Year for some people. Mm-hmm. But, um, okay, yeah. I'm very glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. Now, Mike,
2: you're up. Oh, well, as someone who did include it on my Game of the Year list. Um, <laughs> oh, look at this hipster boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I stand by it. I think it was a real return to Form for Remedy i completely enjoyed it as as little as i understood the story i think gameplay pulled it through for me um i don't i don't know it was a, it was a good it was a good call like i said you know it's, it's been a callback to the pc using the pc again i have tried this now on a new graphics card and it runs at a, a solid 75 frames per second which is a which is a, bit of, a bit of an odd one but um no, no, it looks it looks brilliant. And you know, just running around in this game using the the melee attack just to like force push deaths over and stuff like that. I've never seen anything quite so good. And you know, as as bland as some of those offices might be, if you run up to a a, a plane of glass is it a pane or a plane? I can't remember. A pane. A pane of glass which has a, a curtain behind it, some little support wooden bollards and you just do a force push and see it all absolutely shatter to bits, you're definitely playing the right game. So, uh, yeah, definitely still a thumbs up from me. And now that I've heard more about... Well, now that I understand the story for a start, and I can go back (laughs) to these these side quests, I think there's still a bit there to give. So, um, yeah, wish me luck in in continuing with it.
0: All right. Um, So... One, uh, In case you didn't know, listener, I'm in charge of taking notes. And uh, this was a, an intriguing one to take notes on. But one of the last notes I have is... Oh, the games like Eternal Darkness. Which I'm sure if anybody read that, it's probably be a little puzzling. But bear with me here. So, Eternal Darkness is a game that has one trick. And it pulls that trick off really well. Enough to where, if you ever want to re-experience that one trick... There's no other choice for you. It is just eternal darkness in terms of the sanity effects. Hmm. Control is exactly that for me. Uh, it is a game that the trick it decides to pull with the uh, the telekinesis, Well, let's just say the Psy Powers, right? The Psy Powers, no other game I've played so far has done it as slick as this has. So, for me, this is relegated to that kind of category where if I want to play a game that has some pretty cool telekinesis and, you know, shield ability and that dash and levitate, all that stuff, this will be the one game that I go back to. On a judgment on whether or not I think it's good or bad, I think think everybody's right. It's a good game. I personally, unless I really want that flavor again, will probably never touch it again. Um... That's just where I sit, so it's it's one of those games that I respect, but I didn't enjoy so it's been an interesting journey for me mm. on that
2: regard just as a bit a bit point on this um now we all know we we purchase our games for the show um do you think you got your money's worth out of this do you
1: think- i do i I got it for twenty 20- Six pounds, twenty-seven pounds, maybe, or maybe twenty-three pounds, something in that region. I would, if I paid forty for it, I would have been happy as well. So I'm, I'm happy either way. Funny you mentioned that number, Craig. (laughs) Uh,
0: Ah, due due to it being around the holidays when I played it, I couldn't get it shipped to me, and I mean we pushed back recording, but we didn't know we were going to do that, so it was like, okay, I have to buy this digitally, which I don't like doing. But yeah, I paid forty for it. Um. That's a tough call for me. I I, I generally don't try to put monetization up against enjoyment, but I'm glad. That's
2: okay. I I just wanted to put you on the spot.
0: Oh, it's fine. (laughs) I'm I'm glad that I played it because I think playing a game I don't click with is as interesting as one I do click with, and it gave me a lot to think about. I mean, dis I had fun deciphering the story up until you know like like the third fourth of the way through. But I think I think it's worth the money for people. Um, unless you want to go backwards, you're not going to play another game like this. Except maybe Quantum Break. I, I don't know about that.
2: Get, um, get Quantum Break for about two pounds, and you're probably still ripped off. there.
0: you're better off buying Loco Cycle. Um, okay, so here comes the question of the. So all of us have played Alan Wake. All of us have now played Control. Which would you rather see a sequel to?
1: Oh, that's 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 dirty. And no um, Alan control. But just because there's, I mean, they're in the same universe, so there could very well be a crossover, crossover episode.
0: If I had to, if I had to take a pot shot, I think that's what's going to happen. But yeah. um, let's say, I let's think say it's separate.
1: If it's separate. And the only way to distinguish between the two is when they were released, and I would just say, Alan, Alan Wake, get a sequel on the go, because it's been a while. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, okay. I, I, I would also go Alan Wake, just because I, I clicked with that story harder than this mm. one.
2: Mike? No, I'm, I'm more of a I'm more of a Max Payne guy, so I'd probably go Control, just because <laughs> I, I don't like to see an author wallowing about uh, his dead wife and all sorts of Rubbish when so, I've already got Kojima on the case, potentially, at the moment.
0: <laughs> so, we need Jesse to start popping pain pills
1: are you you a trench coat. Are you saying this in the way where there still will be a Control sequel, it's just, what would you like to see now? Or yeah, yeah, just... like, what
0: would you like to see Remedy do next?
2: Okay, go on, I'll, I'll see a new Alan Wake, why not?
0: Okay, I, I, I was just curious. Because I, I did kept you know, it's like, uh, which one would I rather have? But anyway... Alright, so that wraps us up here. Again, sorry for a little bit of the change of the format, but we figured it was kind of the best choice. Uh, Coming up next, our next big game is one that uh, has a lot in common with Control in the fact that they both have the letter O in it. And that is Luigi's Mansion 3. It's something I've been really looking forward to playing. Uh, just, just because the next, uh, oh, are we doing binary domain or Dragon Age after Dragon Age after? Okay. Just because it is a really long game, uh, the, the game after that is going to be Dragon Age origins. So if you want to get, uh, any of your thoughts read on either Luigi's mansion or Dragon Age origins, uh, make sure you, you get them in, you know, in the next two months somewhere. Other than that, on retro rewind side, we have clock tower coming up.
1: Clock Tower was last week.
0: Okay, Clock Tower was last week, so that means <laughs> next week is going to be Twisted Metal 2, and then the week after that is going to be Mega Man 8, because by golly, I'm going to get Craig to play me some Mega Man. Uh, other than that, uh, same scree I go on at the end of every show, if you want to get in touch with us, maybe suggest a game like somebody did, and you will see an episode of Sayonara Wild Hearts sometime soon, coming up. Uh, other than that... You can do it on the website at TheBitEffect.com. You can do Twitter, uh, Instagram. Actually, no, you can't do it on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, since Luke stepped down for a little bit, we're having to rejigger who's doing the social media and whether or not we're going to actually just switch it to an automated thing. So social media may be a little bit squiffy for a while. Um, we have to stop Craig from making racist rants oh, yeah. on there.
1: <laughs> I'm terrible. Uh, oh, it's
0: awful. Uh, but yeah, so if you, if you do want to get a hold of us for any reason, do so on the website. It'll just make things a little nicer and neater. Other than that, I would suggest that you have a wonderful rest of the day or night. And gentlemen, say good night to the nice people.
2: Good night, nice people. Good night, beautiful people. <laughs> That no. sound anything like a vampire at all. No? No? Okay.
0: Now no, that sounded more vain, but it was a decent
3: vain. It was pretty good. Aika särkyy ikuisuuden laukaus kajahtaa. Ei onnellista loppua, hän kohtaa milloinkaan. Niin monta kertaa kerrottu, tää jo on sankarilla. Tuhat kasvo, polku lohduton. Yksin sankar yöön syvemmälle matkaa pois, se taka hänen.